tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I feel like that's a good song to start this with. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, yeah. Blast, blast from the past, Matchbox 20. Right. Hello, AfterBuzz TV fans, and welcome to episode four of the AfterBuzz TV Blind Spot After Show. We are talking about episode four, Phone May Rot, and it looks like our anagram for this title is Or Maybe Not. Mm. I have with me the wonderful Stephanie Garrett. Hey, guys. What's your Twitter? My Twitter is at StephanieG3360 on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We are also keeping an eye on the hashtag that is ABTV Blind Spot. So if you have something fun you want to say, if you have questions, mm-hmm. you may well get your comment on the air and get a shout out. So what did you think of this episode? I thought it was great. Lots of uh, yeah. uh, reveals and lots of new stuff to talk about. Oh, Miss, should we call her Taylor or Jane? I, I kind of want to call her. Start calling her Taylor. I've been calling her Jane in my notes because mm-hmm. my brain will not switch gears like that. <laughs> okay, and because you know we uh, we couldn't handle the tooth. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll, many bad jokes, you guys. It's, <sighs> it's just going to happen tonight. We'll, I'm going to yeah. sink my teeth into it, and we're going to go. Um, <laughs> serious that this. You haven't hosted with me when I've had my own personal pun-offs, have uh, you? No, I have not. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. It's it's going to be a thing, you guys. It's going to be a thing. Okay. So if you don't like puns, this may not be the episode for you. Hmm. I thought it was... I thought it was okay. Really? I thought the writing was unbalanced. Because mm. part of the show is balancing our procedural half, our case of the week, yeah. our what does the tattoo bring us to today? And... The character balancing and the who is Jane Doe and the figuring out the backstory, all of the the character-driven backbone of the show that makes it work. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we had a lot more towards character-driven backbone and our procedural half was race against the clock and here's this and we finished it with 40 with we finished it 45 minutes into the episode. We still had 15 mm-hmm. minutes left. Which was essentially eight to ten minutes with commercials, but still, that's a long time in a 42-minute TV show in which to deal with character stuff. And that didn't balance very well because usually in a procedural, you kind of skid to the finish and you dedicate the last minute or two to wrap up the character stuff that Mm -hmm. happened in the episode. Unless the character stuff is extremely integral to the case itself. One mm. of the team members has been kidnapped, etc. I'm I'm thinking of CSI. Okay. Because that's where my backbone for procedurals comes from, right. is years and years of watching CSI. <laughs> I don't know. I like the backstories of the characters, though. Because it, it brings them to life, finally, you know? Oh, yeah. I do, too. I just, I feel like it wasn't balanced well in mm. terms of pacing, mm-hmm. in terms of what was happening when okay. and what we had to finish. Right. Which, when we were watching it at one point, I went, oh, hey, that's wrapped up. We have a lot left in this episode. Why is it <laughs> wrapped up already? Right. Like, what just happened? Yeah. So, 
I thought the balance Mm -hmm. wasn't there. And I thought the procedural was just kind of okay. I feel like Mm. they could have taken us on a few more twists and turns, and that would Mm. have been just as intriguing and kept you guessing. It was pretty straightforward. It's like, oh, okay, we know it's Rebecca. Well, Rebecca's gone. You know what? I bet the other guy had something to do with it. Uh, I bet Frank was, yep, yep. 30 seconds later. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's also Frank. Just like, okay. (laughs) Right. So obvious. (laughs) It was a little too straightforward for me as Uh far as let's figure out the mystery gang goes. Just, eh. Yeah. Well, I I like to see... I like what I liked about this episode was it, it gave, like I say, a little bit backstory on the characters, Patterson and her cute little boyfriend. Aww. They were so adorable. Oh my goodness, the two Until of them. Until it turned out that she was, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Patterson and the boyfriend. I'm thinking of Zapata and the not boyfriend. Not boyfriend. No, not her bookie. But that's a different. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> I love Patterson and David. <laughs> yeah, are they cute? <laughs> I, I have a thing down in my notes, and it's all in caps. David, you little nerd boyfriend, do you not understand classified? <laughs> no, he does not. It's like. Well, but what's the problem? The problem is that you don't have clearance, dude. Right. He's looking at through all the photos. It's like, get your hands off of that. Yeah, which, <laughs> and, and it, because it's this kind of show, kind of makes me suspect his motives. Really? He's tiny and cute and adorable, and that makes mm. me suspect him more. <laughs> kinda Seriously. Like kind of like a little rat. <laughs> <laughs> or like kittens. You kittens. think kittens are great, and then they beat you up. Yeah, and they scratch you. Yeah, I volunteer at a cat shelter. I get beat up more by kittens than I do by any given adult cat. Okay. They're vicious little things. <laughs> Cute, but vicious. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what he reminds me of. He's a kitten, and right now he's Aww. playing with things he's not supposed to, and it's adorable, and sooner or later somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. And you don't think kittens can hurt you, and then things occur. Well, you know, I was going to ask you, did you think that Mayfair's tapping her phone? how she how she knew that you know that did she solve the the thing on her uh, own patterson also said we and then did a oh, terrible yeah. save so that anyone who was watching that is like yeah. oh no you totally had help you're just not telling us who right and it was mayfair that went so you're prying into my secrets uh, who mm. helped you with that tattoo that you solved on your own right and that shut her up she was a good, good. Li- that's a good listen she was listening really well for that <laughs> It was hard to miss. Yeah. Because Patterson did the... And we were... I. Mm-hmm. I I was having a breakfast. <laughs> yeah. And did you notice Honey. all the puzzles in the, bat- in the background when David was, like, looking at all the photos? I thought he's a puzzle dude. That's his thing. It's, he That's his game, you know? He is. But if they do bring him on to help, which mm-hmm. maybe they should, yeah. he needs to have the appropriate clearance. He needs to be right. brought on as a contractor or a freelancer or whatever the appropriate terminology is. Yeah. He can't just find the folder on the kitchen table and be like, turn it this way, and it's a bird. <laughs> like, it... Again, looking at the whole classified thing, it right. doesn't work that way. And even as a civilian, we have enough knowledge of the military to know that classified kind of means, yeah, if I look at this, there could be trouble. Right. Well, I like the fact that they at least did solve it, sort of, kind of. Oh, yeah. No, I like him and I want to see more of him. I do, too. Like I said, I he's tiny he's, and adorable. He's adorable. I just love him so much. I want to just hug him. <laughs> and from what we saw, they're super cute together. Very cute. Yeah. Well, so, I like the fact that they, you know, they figured out it was the CDC, the yeah. tattoo. That was awesome. Just classic misdirection. It's not mm. the leaves. It's where they intersect. I'm oh. like, nerd. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> super cute. Such a puzzle nerd. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Who else could figure? I would have never figured that out. I'd be like, what are you looking at? <laughs> I would not be on that team. No. I'd be mm-hmm. like, no, I'm out somewhere else. I'm, I'm, I'm PR, whatever. Yeah, I'm not right. doing that. Yeah. Not my thing. 
So seeing them was a cute couple, and it was kind of an interesting contrast to Zapata. Yeah. Because we had, towards the beginning, we had a great little interaction between Zapata and Reed. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you that the character backstories are what make the show. Yeah. And just these little casual conversations are what really, really help. It's nice to have these not in a stilted, and here is my backstory, and here is the way. Uh Uh-huh. Well, so. Tasha Tasha Zapata is her name, right? And yes. and and Edgar Reed, I figured that out. <laughs> they are. You can tell they've been working together for forever, right? They've got banter. They're they're great partners. They're yeah. so much fun. And he sees her with another guy and makes mm-hmm. a crack about, oh, is that your new boyfriend? He's yeah. not your type. What do you mean? Well, usually you t- you date what was it, weightlifters and Vikings? Yeah, like Vikings, something like, like that. Yeah, she's he, like, no, he's like a coach and like, what else did she say he was? She was a soccer coach and an accounts manager. There you go. <laughs> and then just the crack about, well, if you'd stop paying attention to how they look, maybe you'd get out of this rut. Just oh, like yeah. great little ribbing banter. Yeah, like brother and sister. And they bring it around at the end Mm -hmm. that Zapata has been screening this guy's calls. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that, like you said, he's her bookie. Who knew? And she's 40K in debt to this guy. Ooh-wee, that's not good. Because I guess the Jets (laughs) lost tonight. And that this has just been an ongoing stream of double or nothing, double or nothing, double or nothing. Right. And it continually being nothing. Mm. So evidently she has three days to pay back her debts. And I'll be interested to see how they weave it into things and if we'll wind up with one of those, an agent is in trouble, we have to go help them right. storylines. Yeah. Which wouldn't have anything to do with tattoos because how do you predict that? Right. Yeah. I'm I'm just interested to know where she's getting the 40 grand from, you know, like in three days. Who can do that? <laughs> I, that doesn't seem physically possible. No. Unless so, yeah. you take out some crazy loans. Right. And even those take longer than three days. Right. <laughs> so... I think it's going to be interesting watching to see what happens with that. So that I thought was some really good contrast between Patterson and David and yeah. then Zapata and her bookie. It's like, oh, here's a cute relationship. Oh, here's a cute. Nope. No. Oh, denied. Mm-mm. And the no. way they frame that last shot, it's in the dark. They frame it as him coming up behind her. It just it's super creepy. Yeah, at first, I thought he was like a stalker. I was like, oh, he must be a stalker boyfriend. It's like, why are you screening your boyfriend's cut? Co- okay. Yeah. Like maybe a guy she like went out with or something. And then she's like, get him, you know, beat it. Stop calling me. He's like, no, lady, I want my money. <laughs> my 40 G's. Which makes sense. Right. Yep. So I thought that, that I, I like the fact that they are giving us bits and pieces of the characters. Yeah. A little bit of backstory, you know, that way they can shape, we can shape who they are and, you know, what they're about. Because, you know, eventually it's going to make a difference when, when when they get into the context of the team. And nobody wants an info dump because those are very rarely well done. Yeah, right. So as long as we're talking backstories, let's talk about Jane slash Taylor slash whoever she might be. <laughs> yeah. And we have... um I love I love the psychiatrist, and I'm kicking myself that I keep missing his name every time he comes up because I don't think they ever say it anymore. I don't think they do, and I like it. Yeah, he's got a beautiful accent. He's really cute. I mean, not that that means anything. I'm just saying. Oh no, he is. <laughs> he does, and he is. I am with you on that one. <laughs> the things we girls notice, <laughs> but he just he at this point he's just kind of showing up once an episode to kind yeah. of frame what our emotional growth and reveals mm-hmm. for Jane are going to be. In the upcoming episode, he's become more of a plot device than a character. Right. And that makes me sad because I love him and I want more. He just kind of moves the story along a little he bit. He does. Yeah. I want an episode about that guy. Yeah. Maybe then I'll learn his name. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> that, that would be super helpful. Right. 
But he essentially tells Kurt, you know, talk to her about Jane, talk to her about Jane, about Mm -hmm. Taylor, talk to her about what you remember. And maybe that will trigger a memory because her mother's name, where she lived, all of this stuff are really big things that can help bring that up. Yeah. And we got, I'm not sure if that was an actual flashback or if it was just kind of a reconstruction that she was thinking of. You mean Taylor? When she yeah. when she saw herself as a little girl? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, it might have been a flashback. Oh, may, you know, the may- other flashbacks, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've been fair they've been shot in a fairly straightforward manner. Right. You can see the details, you can sh- see what she remembers. Mm-hmm. And this was this had some beautiful Dutch angles going on in it. Very very good for the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to abuse a Dutch angle and this for those of you who don't know that's kind of when the camera's tilted a little sideways, so it really just kind of messes you up. Yeah. That's they're used a lot in horror movies. And y- especially when you've got a character mm-hmm. who's standing in a doorway, they just tilt it a little because that's really supposed to make you feel off kilter. Yeah. And those are difficult to use correctly because everyone overuses them, but they're mm-hmm. really good for atmosphere, and they use them during this flashback when mm-hmm. it shows mm-hmm. someone coming into young Taylor's room and beckoning for her to come with him, taking her hand, and them walking away. I, yeah, I said something to the effect that that's just really creepy. And we saw, <laughs> we didn't see Taylor's face, we didn't see mm-hmm. his face. Usually for what flashbacks we get, right. we get a fairly good picture. Uh-huh. And so this, to me, seems like it's more a reconstruction of what Kurt is telling her than an actual memory. Oh, I remember that sort of Yeah. Moment. Did she have the, she did have a little bit of a flashback at some point, sort of something very similar, didn't she? Or did I miss that? When she, that, I think I was looking down, taking notes at oh, that point. Oh, okay. She had, yeah, she had a, something very similar to that. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe it could be a memory. It's possible, yeah. but they're doing a really good job of keeping it vague. Mm. And so we get the audience knew this yeah but kurt talking to her about well when you disappeared it was just me in the house Mm -hmm. everyone blamed my dad because he was too close and what we didn't know was that he lied about his alibi right there wasn't any physical evidence but he made himself suspicious because he lied Mm -hmm. no one's forgiven him kurt hasn't forgiven him all that fun stuff and he tells jane taylor yeah that (laughs) and then we get the stinger at the end and I was kind of waiting for this to happen mm. because last week's uh, title, Anagram 2, Taylor Shaw, and this week's title, Anagram 2, or maybe not. Or maybe not. Mm. Yeah, or last one's was The Missing Girl. Something like oh. that. But uh-huh. this one is Or Maybe Not. And we get the stinger at the end with the tooth. Because you yeah. took one of her teeth? It yeah. got knocked out in the fight. It's not like she can put it back in. <laughs> I know. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> there is a reason Patterson is my favorite person on this yeah. show. Because yeah. Because she's a wonderful human being and I adore lab tech. Well, I just wanted well, to add something about Kurt. I like when he was talking to her and he was saying he had fond memories of his dad. Because I, th- I don't, it, from what I gather, he and the dad are not speaking on speaking terms they're strange that's correct yeah because yeah. of all the whole taylor situation so i like the fact that he showed some humility a little emotion you know something other than all the time i like the fact he seemed very sweet when he was talking to have a smile on his face about going fishing and they didn't catch much and things like that i like that well but he also thinks that he has taylor back right and that's so true. he's going to act a little differently around them and this i loved reed's conversation with jane towards the end of the episode about how we all depend on weller we all depend on him to mm-hmm. be he's got the best instincts he does this we depend on him to be a certain person when we're in the field 
Yeah. And when he's around you, he's not that person. He's someone different. Mm-hmm. And so if you've been working with a guy for years and suddenly this happens and you're depending on this person in life or death situations and he's suddenly making decisions that might be clouded by personal judgments that may not be on the mark, that's mm-hmm. terrifying. Very. Because that's everyone's lives in his hands and mm-hmm. those are hands that may no longer be capable. Yeah. Well, so I can understand Reed's hesitancy to mm-hmm. continue to bring Jane into the field. Right. Yeah, that's true. And I, and I also was thinking about the flashback when we saw Taylor uh, in the hand of the adult person, you know, yes. taking her out. She clearly, I think, in my humble opinion, she knew that person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, that person was very familiar to her. She didn't look afraid. She wasn't screaming and kicking. He wasn't like, dragging her out of there. And there was no forced entry. So, you know, according to Kurt, this is Kurt's story. His fl- his flashback. When he was like <laughs> 10, 14, <laughs> right? young. Something like that. He was like a child. But I guess, you know, something that clear that night, I would think you'd probably have pretty clear memories about that because that's something that sort of changes your life. I mean, she doesn't remember everything, but right. her memories have been clear enough uh-huh. that it's odd that that one was shot in such a, I hesitate to say mysterious, but... Yeah, well, they're just, give, they're just giving us snippets. They're just saving, oh, yeah. they're saving the juicy stuff for the end. <laughs> is she actually remembering it, or is it your imagination? Mm, or is it really her? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Not us yet, but we got right. a full season order, so hopefully we'll, we'll find out at some yeah, point in our we'll lives. We'll figure it out. <laughs> This is one of those shows where I sincerely hope that they have an end in mind mm-hmm. and that they don't just get canceled suddenly at the end yeah, of the season. That would be terrible. I'd like for them to actually be able to wrap up where this is going yeah, and not have to try to stretch it out like Lost oh. and not have to try to, oh, shoot, we have half a season to wrap up literally everything. Go. Right, yeah, that's, that's true. That's difficult, and because she's got so many tattoos, we can. That's at least five seasons, <laughs> I would think. And they're overlapped, and they're just. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how many of them are just. Oh yeah, well, this one it's under her clothes usually. Yeah, because we do get all of we do get the scene of the full body scan, and we get a lot of those. But I wonder how many individual ones they have in there, oh and God. what they have planned for them. You know, I don't know. I was thinking that. Apparently, and now you you can tell me if you're if I'm wrong about this. Her tattoos appear to be solving crimes. Yes. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, usually before you, they're committed. Usually before they're committed. Okay, I was just making sure that I wasn't the only one thinking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. You know, they're leading to certain things, and the fact that she had the black light tattoos. Remember, we were talking about that last week. Yeah, and that Crazy. we learned they are very specific black mm-hmm. light tattoos because the CDC uses a very specific UV light frequency. And that the ink used, the tattoos would not have shown up in any other UV light. They wouldn't have shown up in any other circumstance. They were meant to show up in a decontamination chamber for the the CDC. Bizarre. Extremely. Everybody's looking at her like, oh, do you know that's on your face? (laughs) She's like, what? What? Like, that's a... What's going on? There's something on the right there. No, I don't think you can get it off. No. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And each one of the numbers leads to an infectious disease yeah let's let's swing back yeah, into let's the go uh, that. procedural side yeah there we go here we go so because we have the adorable lab tech duo figuring out this uh tattoo that is the overlap of an oak and an elm it's oak and something oh mate leaves oh, uh, open oh uh, i haven't written down oak and maple oh yes yes that's it i can't open even say maple. it <laughs> I can't even say it. Never mind. Leaves. But evidently those are street names and the intersection of such is where the CDC is. 
So they trundle on out to the CDC like, mm-hmm. hello, we're, we're here to inspect things. We don't know what we're looking for, but we're here to inspect things. Yeah. Take them. We get our introductions to Frank Surrey, who is the CDC's military liaison, and Rebecca Fine, who is the deputy director of epidemiology. I have no idea if I said that right. I think, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I haven't heard it in almost an hour. Therefore, I'm clueless. (laughs) And they send them to Juliet Chang, who is Rebecca's lab assistant, Mm -hmm. to kind of lead them around, take them into a to decontaminate. God, so many words. To a decontamination (laughs) chamber. Right. So she can take them further into the offices. And that's when the tattoos show up. And they find out that each string of number, there's ten strings of numbers, is like four on her forehead and two on each cheek or something like right. that. And each of them corresponds with infectious diseases with no known cures. SARS, MERS, Ebola, all that fun stuff. Mm. The uh, the very big tag words that are absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And evidently only, there are very few people with access to uh-huh. those vials. And the last person to access them was Walter, whom we saw at the yeah. very beginning was a guy who died two years ago mm-hmm. because of a tear in his hazmat suit. Right. And he died horribly, and that was not fun to yeah. watch. Very, Poor very, man. very outbreak. <laughs> and that's something that you would imagine those suits get checked and checked again and checked a third yeah. time, that you're very secure about those. So for that to happen is oddly careless for a guy like that. Right, Because yeah. he was the director or the deputy director. He was very, very high up uh-huh. and should know the procedures and the safety. So him dying was not fun. Mm-mm. What about the other guy, Sir Frank Surrey, the military li- liaison? I wrote down. Yeah, and principal director. Yeah, yeah, yes. He's, he got introduced with uh, with Rebecca. Yeah. So so they take them down. It turns out that these diseases need to be kept in a biohazard level four lab. And surprise, surprise, we uh, we have one in CDC headquarters. Of course, that they most do. people don't know about. <laughs> I have to wonder how much of this show like actually exists and is research. And oh yeah, they actually do have that. And half of it is like, we've researched this much, and now we need to exaggerate. Yeah, uh, you know what? With the CDC, you never know. This is a really, it's either a really good show for conspiracy theorists or a really bad show for conspiracy Probably theorists. Probably a little of both. It's like, that's interesting. <laughs> now I believe it, and I'm terrified. I know, I'm terrified. Oh, oh honey. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they get down to the lab, and they mm-hmm. realize that all of the vials that have the numbers on them are missing. All yeah. of the vials that are on Jane's face. It's <laughs> an odd way are. to put it, but that's where they are. Right. And yeah. a lockdown is triggered, so they're stuck there for, I want to say it's about two hours. It looks like. They find out that Rebecca triggered it remotely. The place where she triggered it from, she was logged into her laptop, logged into her own computer, all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. The place where she triggered it from was on Brooklyn, and she had her own little CDC lab there. Yeah. And she was trying to weaponize the virus. And it turns out the last nine major outbreaks, the outbreak of SARS, the outbreak of all that fun stuff, occurred in cities that she had traveled to right before the outbreak began. Weird. And that that is not a coincidence anymore. Mm -mm. That's not good. No, it's not. So she's got one disease left, and it is hemorrhagic fever. And it's essentially Ebola's big angry brother. Right. Who's not happy to see anybody. <laughs> Bleeding from everywhere. Right. You, you don't want to do that and still No, 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 no. So she was in the process of weaponizing it. They upped her timetable. She put it in an airport, Ugh. which was smart. Very. Horrific, but smart. Right. 
and they were able to contain it before it got set off. Mm -hmm. And she was essentially running away with her husband, had her husband pick her up. And when the police caught up to them, she's Mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to save the world. I'm so sorry. This will be less painful. Kills him. And then kills herself. herself. Yeah. Which was kind of a rough scene to watch. You feel so bad for her husband. He had no idea. No clue. No clue at all. And there's the scene where uh, Weller is in the airport with the bag uh, starting to, to, to hiss. And he's yeah. standing there with just plastic over it. I said, I have been running out of there. And he's just standing there looking at it. I'm like, dude, uh, you might want to leave. <laughs> Well, they made the comment that he was very much a control freak. So, of course, he'd be like, you guys go to safety, and I'm going to stand here and glare at this to make sure it doesn't move. Right. I will intimidate this disease with my gaze. I will not catch it. (laughs) It's afraid of me. Uh, And I was like, really? Okay. Okay, whatever. Instead of Chuck Norris jokes, we have Kurt Weller jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that one I just didn't kind of buy. But it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, so Suri shows up. It's like, my team's on its way, you know. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll contain it from here. You go ahead. And Kurt goes, nope, you're going to bring me a hazmat suit and I'm going to help you. Yeah. Because I obviously know a lot about this being FBI. Right. Yeah. And we get a last minute update from Patterson. And this is what I was talking about earlier when it's like, oh, Suri's gone to help him. You know what? I bet he's in on it. 30 seconds later, he's totally in on it. He bought a a worldwide (laughs) plane ticket like an hour ago that has all sorts of layovers all over the place. You called it. (laughs) He's going to infect himself and he's going to spread it all over the world. And he's probably compromised his suit and yours. So um, have fun with that. Right. And then we get a hazmat fight. Which made me really, really happy. Yeah, yeah, Jane, Jane to the rescue, Taylor to the rescue. She... Or even just the two of them punching each other while in hazmat suits. It's just hilarious. Yeah, it was like watching two cartoon characters. A little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's why they always put Jane and Weller in the yellow suits, and everyone else is in white. So you right. can be like, those are our protagonists. Uh huh. It's yeah. like when you're watching a war movie, the protagonist never wears their helmet or their headgear, right. and they're fine. They're fine. They and can... everyone else is hosed, no matter what. Right. But these guys, we can see their faces. They'll be okay. Yeah. Same idea. Jane gives him a beat down. Yeah. As usual. That's what she does. And so we stop this horrible thing from occurring, and it turns out they wanted to do population control by means of horrific disease, because well, the planet cannot support 8 billion people, and we're on the way to, you know, all the say, things we already know. I was going to say, that's actually a real conspiracy theory. I'm just saying. Not saying it's true. You know, it's obviously not true. Well, at least far as I know. <laughs> I hope it's, not. This show but is, is a conspiracy, either, conspiracy theory. I don't know. It's either great for theorists or yep. awful for theorists. Yeah, we keep hearing that one come up over and over again, so who knows? Where, that's probably where they got it from. <laughs> and then again, oh, I heard this great theory. What'd you hear it on? A TV show. A TV <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what was it? Unsolved mysteries right <laughs> go on so yeah that again our our plot was just pretty much a race against time right and they didn't leave it a lot of time to unfold yeah well uh would you want to get to the part about jane's uh background or is that too far ahead are we jumping ahead that's we kind of talked about it a little bit already with the tooth about her being from africa yeah, we that, she, <laughs> that they, tripped me out. I was like, "Wait, hold up a second. She misses the rains down in Africa. Going to take some time and do the things I we mean, never had." Yeah, I mean, how, but how does We should have started with that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't even think of it. Yeah. But evidently they yeah, uh Patterson got the tooth and she has isotopes in there that are from sub-Saharan Africa from when she was a child. So the tooth says that she was born in Africa. Right. And the DNA says that she's Taylor Shaw. And both tests are conclusive. So 
was and, and we did we can't do the was taylor adopted because i was there when they brought her home from the hospital i know like yeah are you sure you haven't adopted her right yeah I'm yeah fairly certain in his mind he kind of has yeah because he said yeah her, her mom would leave her over there with them all the time while she worked and stuff so he probably does feel uh you know like a she's a sister or something yeah a relative so this is where the or maybe not bit of the mm-hmm. uh, episode title comes in and you know the whole you want the tooth you can't handle the tooth <laughs> all that fun stuff here we go i've really fallen down <laughs> in the pun area here i've been trying too hard to talk about what happened in the show yeah i know so <laughs> it's kind of a toothless thread isn't it right what else you got what else um, we, um mayfair <gasps> mayfair Mayfair. we got some stuff going on here because uh-huh. at one point patterson comes in and says can we get the non-censored file can we look at right. this because she has a tattoo that has to do with this mm-hmm. and mayfair and mayfair just absolutely shuts her down like no no i'm handling right. it no so who helped you solve that tattoo and patterson mm-hmm. went right got it see ya she basically told her to beat it get out of my office <laughs> and then at the end she uh, meets with that scary white guy again cia i kind of knew he was cia i didn't want to say it but i, I thought he was mm, something i figured he was the cia yep yep he reads cia and his name <laughs> is tom tom no last name yet we we actually getting a name at all yeah kind of a thing Mm -hmm. he's tom he's cia he wants to talk to jane to know what else she knows even though she doesn't know anything else yeah and he just keeps pushing on mayfair like we need to do this we need to take care of it and it ends with what do you need from me let's make a deal here and she says i need for you to get out of my office right like Thank you for shutting him down. I know you're involved in horrible things with him, but thank you for shutting him down. That's that's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I, I really want to know what daylight is. Yeah. Because they keep bringing it up, and I'm like, okay, can we give just a little bit more? I want to know what that is. And why I, nobody wants to talk about it, because it must be really bad. I think that's either going to be mid-season finale or season finale. Oh. Like, they're saving whatever the heck it is for later on in the mm-hmm. series, because... We have some interesting stuff in the preview, and we'll, I, we're getting to predictions fairly soon, so yeah. we'll roll into that fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're going to find out about Daylight for a bit. Oh, I know, and it disappoints me, because I want to know now. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Maybe have a spinoff show. Just they call it Daylight. <laughs> but nobody likes an info dump. I, yeah. So I we, we, yeah, we need to just, wait. Yeah, to give, like, the, like the show's been doing bits and pieces, bits and pieces, you know. Follow our little tattooed breadcrumbs. Right, See where exactly. they lead. You know what? Something about Daylight could be on Taylor's body. That's a prediction, though. Something more. Something more, right. That moving, we're moving into that. Any uh, Twitters? Uh, just the one. Then again, it's not updating super well, but we have one from hashtag Save Carmilla. That's the name. Uh, mm-hmm. Shipping Things. Saying, I'm a little bummed that Patterson has a boyfriend, considering that I ship her with Jane. Love will find a way. Oh, why have a ship when you can have an armada? <laughs> yeah, I so don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't see it happening, but, you know, if that is your thing, do the thing, win the stuff. Right. There you are know? such things as poly relationships. We can no. roll with that. I want, I want a wedding. <laughs> you want, <laughs> want a wedding? A, I want a wedding show with, some, with Pat, Patterson and David. That's what I want. <laughs> I know, I'm goofy. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> 
Do we have anything fun from uh, YouTube? Did we have any um, of that from last week? Um, no. I, Did we have it pulled up, or is it no, going to just... No, it's, it's, it's not work. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> the internet in here does not like us, guys. It keeps going and going. But and we read not... your comments, and we adore your comments. And while yeah. we're talking about your comments, let's talk a little bit about iTunes. <laughs> because in the same way that you support the show, you can support us. You can support Blindspot, of course, by, you know, watching it legally on the channel, on DVR, on Hulu, on the uh, network's website, all that fun stuff. And you can support us by going onto iTunes, uh, subscribing, rating us five stars because you love us, right? And leaving reviews. If you mm-hmm. leave a review on the podcast in iTunes telling our producers what you like, the producers do see it. They don't see YouTube comments as much and they don't follow the hashtags because, guys, we have a lot of shows and a lot of hashtags. Mm-hmm. And some of them move super quickly. But the iTunes reviews will still be there, and that's what our producers see, and that's how you can tell them that, yes, we love this panel, we Mm -hmm. love these people, we want them to continue talking about tattoos and making puns. (laughs) Or maybe not making puns, depends on your personal preference, but (laughs) making puns, come Mm -hmm. on. So, yeah, comment, uh, subscribe, rate us five stars, let us know what you like, leave that review, helps us keep the lights on in the studio, it helps us bring in advertisers, and, you know, it helps us continue to talk about this wonderful show that we love so much. Right. Do we have any final thoughts on the episode? Um, no, I just, I actually just liked it. I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought, you know, it was, uh, I, I happen to like a, a, what do you call it? A little, a lot of backstory on the yeah. characters. I just like that because so it helps shape the episode. So me. you want an episode that's like 90% flashbacks. Pretty much. And a case we have to solve in the past. And then we can get some cases later. I just want to know, I want to know, I want to see Kurt's dad. I want to see what happened with that. You know what I'm saying? I want to see, little, just just give me a little bit. That's yeah. all. Just a t- tiny bit. That's all. More backstories. <laughs> just a little bit. All right, so let's uh, let's roll into predictions then. Talk Ooh. a little bit about the future. Ooh. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. I love that light show. Mm. If you're not watching on YouTube, you need to watch at least once to see the light show. It makes me super happy. Uh. So we have our trailer for next week, mm-hmm. and it turns out that Tom is the director of the uh, CIA, mm-hmm. which is a super high position to be involved in something this uh, this creepy. Yeah. And somehow Jane and Weller wind up in some location. We don't know what. Looks like it might be some form of underground safe or filing place that doesn't exist, quote. Right. And Tom is out to get Jane. Mm -hmm. We have scenes with a sniper rifle. We have some, I think he just wants her dead. Yeah. Not really understanding that she's not the threat. The tattoos are already in the system. We're already figuring them out. Yeah. Like, not really listening to reason and no. just being... Unless, unless not, he knows something that we don't know. Maybe. He knows a lot that we don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, you know, obviously about daylight, but I mean about other things, and maybe that's why he's sort of rushing to to take her down. I don't know. Because, you know, he, he has something. access to the classified files and everything, you know, so who knows what he knows. You think he knows something Mayfair doesn't know? I do. I do. Interesting. Right, and I think, but I think Mayfair knows a lot. Oh, Yeah. But she's going to use it as her weapon. She was involved in whatever the heck daylight was, and we're still... It's hard mm-hmm. to make predictions on this show because you just never know, and we have so little to build off of. Right. I'll be interested to see how a Zapata story plays out. Yeah. Because I find it hard to believe that one episode is one day. Right. Like, I don't think it goes like that. I don't think they've had Jane for too terribly long. Right. But at this point, maybe a week or two. Maybe. So it won't take too many episodes for Zapata's gambling debts to come to a head for that Mm -hmm. deadline to pass. Right. So I'll be interested to see how that goes. Yeah. And uh, I think that for as far as I don't think she's I don't think Jane is going to be Taylor and I don't think she's going to I think she's going to be something totally different. 
So you don't think she's Taylor, and you don't think she's from Africa? I had hoped that she was Taylor. I just call her Taylor because I like the name. <laughs> she may, she could be from Africa. I don't know. We don't know where this girl's from. She could be an alien for all we know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to see a third red herring. Actually, she's yes. this. She's. Uh, you know what? We might get that. I was thinking that. I was, that's right. I was thinking that. And she may not be any of this stuff. Honestly, that has been the only thing that's been consistent is that she found someone else with that seal mm-hmm. tattoo and they gave her a name. They gave right. her Orion, which didn't come up at all this episode, no, interestingly didn't. enough. Yeah, it's disappointing. So that's another thing to keep on yeah. the back burner. We have Orion and Daylight and Tom. Right. Oh, my. <laughs> and we will see how that goes. But I think the seal tattoo is the only thing that hasn't been horrifically misleading. Yeah. And I wonder how they're going to revisit that. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, sure they will. I hope so. Because every, every week they, they uncover something new. And a SEAL team is more than three people. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they Usually, are. Usually, question mark? Yeah. Six? Uh, I think it's more than that, depending on, you know, how they the break unit. them up. Mm-hmm. So That's I'm cool. sure we'll find more people that have that particular tattoo. And as mm-hmm. to whether or not we'll get any answers as to what Orion actually is... Again, I, I think that's something we're saving more towards mm-hmm. mid-season or season finale. Yeah. And Orion might tie up in um, Daylight. We just oh, don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. They may we come to a head know. together. And then we'll wrap that up and we'll have something else <laughs> something else to, to think about. That's true. And do you think now, This I, I kind of think this is a pretty obvious question, but do you think Taylor and Will are going to be like uh, lovers? I'm not super into it. No. Especially if he sees her as a sister. I'm going to backpedal super hard there. Well, you so, know, the, I, I always know. think they I always put the two hot, hot, two hot leads together. I don't ship it, but I wouldn't have a problem with it. Okay. I am absolutely okay with them being very good friends. Okay. More platonic relationships. They don't have to be romantic. Yeah, I don't I don't see it happening uh, anytime soon, but at some point, once she just starts getting more memories back and things, that she's just going to go, oh my God, he's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I always say that, uh, you know, as long as it just doesn't jump the shark, I'm good with it. I'm, I'm just not super into it, but okay. uh, that's me. Okay. I will say that I do think uh, David is going to wind up being evil or working for our organization <gasps> or something. Don't say He's, oh, I don't trust him. I don't trust anyone on this show. He's looking a lot more money. I don't, want to, I don't want him to be bad. I want him to be a good little guy. I don't trust anyone on this show. It's great. This yeah. is a guy who doesn't care about things being classified. He's either clueless or has an agenda and is acting clueless as a cover-up. Oh. Given the, again, Xanatos Gambit nature of this show, I would not be surprised if it was the latter. Yeah. Anyway, it looks like we are running a little low on time, so we should probably wrap this right. up. Any last predictions? No, I think that's good. I think um, we're excited about it. Awesome. Well, where can the people find you? I am at Stephanie G3360 on Twitter and Instagram, and Stephanie Garrett3360 on YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also Kia Prime on Snapchat. And I am on so many After Buzz shows, you guys. Uh, just for starters, Star Wars Rebels comes back tomorrow. Arrow is back in full swing. And Ruby comes back in a couple weeks, and I am super stoked. Yep. All right, thank you guys so much for watching the show. We will see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 